Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, this is Woodstock Proud, spotlighting the individuals, businesses, and organizations that make Woodstock one of the premier destinations in Metro Atlanta to live, work, and play. Now, here's your host. Well, hello and welcome back once again to Woodstock Proud here on Business Radio X, where we spend a few minutes getting better acquainted with the individuals, the businesses, the organizations that are making a daily difference in our community. I'm Jim Bulger. Now, during the past year with the COVID pandemic and all the necessary restrictions, we were all forced into kind of a virtual lifestyle where we shopped online, we researched and selected business providers through our computers, and we engaged with businesses remotely. It became clear very quickly that it was vital to a business that they had to give attention to their internet presence that they had through their website, through their social media, through multiple platforms. And even after we're long past the COVID concerns, those buying habits are going to continue. And they're going to live on and on, and they're going to continue to be an integral part of successful businesses. So for those reasons, I think the insights and the experience of our guests today will be of particular and timely interest. Michelle and David Edwards are the co-founders and the force behind Magnetize Me, a Woodstock-based digital marketing agency and the provider of services including search engine optimization, branding, and website effectiveness. Michelle and David, thank you so much for being here. On behalf of business leaders, we need you so much. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. This is great. Now, I'm always interested in how businesses first got started. So let's talk about the origins of Magnetize Me. As far as when did you start? How did you come up with the original idea? What was your mission? What was your passion? Wow. So we started in 2009 and really it was sort of a accident. (laughs) (laughs) David's business at the time, a big entertainment company did a lot of like um, different kinds of advertising. And we were realizing, gosh, there's got to be something to this Google thing. Like something's happening here. So I said, well, let me start poking around and see if we can't find some ways to market and advertise differently alongside our normal channels of radio and TV and print and all that kind of stuff. So we're like, okay, let's figure this out. And once I started getting into it, I thought, wow, this is really working. Like we started shooting videos and we started doing different types of like search engine optimization, which we really didn't know what we were talking about at that point, but we now we do, of course. And it was one day when I went, so, I, so that started working really well. For, for David's business. And then one day I went uh, actually to my neighbor's house to help lock up after the painter was going to be leaving. And so I walk in, I said, Hey, you know, you guys, when you're ready, I'll, you know, we'll lock up. And he was like, all right. So the guy there was framing out windows. And I said, Oh, so is this your business? And he says, well, actually I am a basement remodeler. I don't, do window framing, but right now I need anything I can get. I just can't get enough jobs basement remodeling. So after we chit-chatted, I said, you know, I'm really trying to figure out this thing with Google. 
and maybe we could help you, help, help you out. So he's like, all right, we need to talk. So sure enough, a couple weeks later, I was in his kitchen taking a video and really? putting stuff up online for him. I think it was the first time that I ever got like a check to say, here you go. What you're doing is going to help me out. And sure enough, he's still a client today. And he just is, he's always saying, you know, I'm, this is the best year ever, best year ever, year over year. And that was, I think, what sparked in me where I was able to say, wow, this is great. Like, this is so much fun to be able to use my knowledge and what I know to help out local business guys that don't, you know, he needs to keep doing his thing, what he does very well, and I can do my thing for him, and it just makes his um, business and his lifestyle better. So that was the beginning, and here we are, you know long time later. (laughs) Well, and you mentioned search engine optimization or SEO. Now, for those of us who aren't as technically knowledgeable or maybe have heard some differing definitions over the years, what is SEO? Yeah, so SEO is basically if a person, let's say myself, I want to find a, I don't know, a new painter in town or a painter to paint my garage, So what I would do is I would go to a search engine, and most everybody knows about Google, and they would type in, you know, painter for Woodstock, Georgia. Well, SEO is whoever shows up on those first pages or anywhere in those pages, they are the ones, they've been optimized. So it's like search engine optimization. So those pages have been optimized for painter Woodstock, Georgia, that search. So that's really what it is. So they're going to come up first when you do those searches. Mm-hmm. And so how is that determined? How do you how do you raise their visibility on those pages? Right. So that is <laughs> that's a master puzzle. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Google has like I don't know like two hundred plus things that they want you to check off in order to kind of rank. They kind of rank pages is what they do. Is they look at all these things they figure out how many boxes you check off and how much credibility you have online. Are you a real legit business or pretend? Because we know that you can put anything you want up on the internet. And so what we do is we look at all the competition that's already there. We look at our client. We look at the website. We look at the environment of all of the search terms. And we just start checking those boxes off for Google and then as we continue to look to see what's happening behind the scenes, that's when we can say, oh, all right, these are the things we need to do now to help our client become more visible for more searches on those first pages. Well, and again, I don't know anything about this, basically. But uh, I've heard over the years that there's things that do raise your visibility through SEO, like I had heard like having a video on your website can sometimes raise visibility. Is that true? It, it can, it, it, the way the video works, actually, this is kind of interesting. So if you put a video up on YouTube, for instance, and then you take that video and you put it on a web page, what happens is anytime that web page is opened, YouTube has to serve up that video. It basically says, okay, oh, somebody wants to watch this video. We need to make sure it, it's visible on the page. That is a signal, and that's really what you want is you want to create signals to Google or to other places. YouTube is a Google property, so they love it when we use their properties. And that creates a signal 
to Google to say this is a legit business, this is a real credible you know place to be, and they're also offering perhaps an answer to a question or information that a person wants to see because they are playing that video when it gets on that page. Sure, that could totally help. So for anyone who thinks that this is all behind-the-curtain technology, I mean, you both have dealt with this for a long time. So what's the the tangible direct impact you've seen SEO have on businesses? Well, first of all, they get lots more exposure online. And because, you know, with exposure and impressions comes more clients or more people interested in what they have to offer, whether it be a service or a product. That is the main thing. I think when you're buried, you know, how many of us actually search and do you ever go to page five? No, like you never click through unless you really can't find what you're looking for. And then usually you bail the search and try again, like something else. Everybody looks at that first page. So whether you're in the maps listing or whether you're on that those first 10 results, it's it that just gives you much more exposure to, pe- to people looking specifically for what you have to offer. And that's really the key is that it's not just a random you're getting put out in front of people who may not have anything, you know, they don't may not want to look at you, but this is the opposite. It is not interruption marketing. It's actually direct marketing where a person's looking specifically for what you have. So do you find when you look at a business when they first come to you and after you've done your SEO work with them, when you go into the analytical tools, Google Analytics or any of the others, do you see an increased number of hits and clicks and people navigating through the sites? Yes, absolutely. And most importantly, you see Google placing their site up for more terms and more things. The more the more we optimize, the more Google starts to understand what your site's about, what your business is, all the services you offer or products you sell. And the more we can get that information out to Google, then the more searches they find that match what you're about. And that's the key. So for businesses that have a basic informational site, SEO can have a real business impact for them. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, let's move a little bit to website design because you guys offer so many services and I want to try to touch on on all of them a little bit. So when a business comes to you for help, kind of walk us through your process of how you evaluate their site if they have one and how you determine what's right for them and, and what they really need. Because I'm going to guess that some people, what they think they need and what they really need are two different things. Yeah. <laughs> that does often happen. <laughs> so walk us through that process a little bit. So the main, the very first thing we do is we just try to get to know you, your business, what your goals are, what you want to try to achieve from your online presence. Sometimes you don't even have an online presence. And what I mean by that is like maybe you have a web page or a Facebook, you know, account. But other than that, you don't really have a lot of places that people hang out online that you're there. So like I love Reddit, so I'll hang out on Reddit. So if I'm looking for something, then maybe you need to have your business, if it's social like that, needs to have an account on Reddit. So we'll look at the overall brand and see, do you have a Facebook? Do you have a Yelp? Do you have a YouTube? Do you have a web page? Do you have a Google My Business listing? There's like hundreds of places for your business to be online. So we'll look at that and 
kind of take a look at the environment there and see what you need. If there are gaps in that, then we're going to say, okay, here's some things we need to do to make sure you're everywhere because you never know where people hang out. You want to be everywhere online. Then after that, we'll look definitely at your website and see how well optimized it is for your services. Is it telling Google exactly what you do or the products that you sell? Like, is it really communicating that information? And sometimes, you know, pretty websites don't necessarily have the right information on them to communicate to the Google. Uh, I call them little bots. They're like little, little computer programs that search the internet for things. And then... Finally, we're going to look at your competitors because obviously somebody's already ranking on those pages for your search terms that you want to show up for. And we're going to see now what kind of presence do they have and what kind of optimization is their website doing? Because obviously Google's choosing them saying, hey, they're a good choice for this search. So we kind of put all that together, match it with the goals and the personality of the business and what they want to accomplish, and there we start our whole master plan to dominate the World Wide Web. (laughs) Well, and I'm going to guess that by looking at the competitor sites, you can also determine what those differentiators are for the company you're working with, right? Yes. Yeah, what's really neat, what Michelle does when we bring in a new client is, um, you know, we often, like, kind of speak to, like, when you give the video... Uh, analysis. Can you speak to that? Because I think that is really what separates uh, Michelle from a lot of others. And, or I can just say, um, you know, when a, when a client comes, Michelle will do a video analysis, uh, which basically she goes and finds out, you know, who are your top competitors here? You know, you know, we find out from the business, you know, what areas are you wanting to reach? You just want Cherokee County. Are you looking at several counties, several states? And so Michelle will go in and do research on, okay, here's, here's all your competitors. Here's the top competitors that you're really wanting to beat. And oftentimes clients will come to us and say, these are the three com- companies that, you know, we'd love to really be up there and mixed up with them on that first page. And so Michelle will, she'll go and she'll do an analysis and find out exactly. And she has a video analysis. So basically what's really cool is she um, records herself doing the analysis. So when we finish it, she takes it, edits it down for the client, and sends it to them. And they get a chance to just sit and watch exactly what she does. So she can go find out, this is who your competitors are. This is what they're doing. This is why they're on that first page. Because we see that they've done this and they've done that. They're following the rules is what Google wants. Um, They're a reputable company. But you want to be up there too, so here's what you're going to have to do to get up there. And she presents that in such a way and makes it very clear as to what the competitors are doing, what they can do to be up there with them. And kind of like you said with SEO, it's, um, it's easy to say, well, we're kind of doing stuff and you can't really see it. Michelle, everything she does, she, the client has access to. So if she creates accounts or does different things that are going to help that website rank, the clients can see it. She, she puts it in a file for them. They have access to it all the time. And then at any point, um, if they um, want to continue with us or not continue with us, they have that choice, um, which is another thing that differentiates us. We don't like not, not a year, you know, you got a year, you got to stick with us. It's a month to month, which keeps us motivated to really stay sure. on top of things for them. And what's neat um, with Michelle 
um, and I'm, I'm talking about her because she was she's the mastermind behind this business. I kind of came on several years after she started it. She started, and, and I don't want to. If you want to talk other things, let me know. But just real quick, <laughs> real, I'm very proud of what she's done, so it's easy for me to, to talk about her. But she started it while we were in Ohio. I had the party rental business. Then when we moved to Georgia about 10 or so years ago, I came here with her thinking, I'm not sure what I want to do next. So I'm at this stage in life, what do I want to do? So I'm like, well, I'll just help Michelle right now. And so I helped her for a year, helped her for two years. She's starting to teach me what she's doing. I'm like, I kind of like this. And so <laughs> now here we are 10 years later, and I'm still working with my wife. We get along great, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And what's neat with her when I watch her with clients, there's a lot of SEO people out there, and there's a lot of good ones. But what's different about Michelle is it's a very long-term relationship. Like she mentioned, the basement remodeler, 11 years, we still help him. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, most of our clients we've had for years, we developed our relationship with them um, to, to, to help them out. And we often get to know them, they become our friends. And so that part of the business is fun, especially when you get people locally. Like we're here in you know, downtown Woodstock. It's a lot of fun to work with people that you can meet with, grab a cup of coffee with, say, hey, what's going on? You know, what's your struggles right now and how are things going and so, anyways, that that is what is a lot of fun about this business. Well, and as you say, I mean, so it kind of started out with this initial idea, but look at how it's grown. I mean, obviously, very successful business. You have a team now of how many people? We have four employees and then two contractors and then us two. So yeah. that's wow. like, what, eight, eight <laughs> so altogether. So there's a whole team that you put behind <laughs> these businesses when you work with them, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the feel I get in listening to you is that someone who's just going out and using website templates and kind of doing the minimum mm-hmm. probably isn't going to capture that look and feel for their business as well as they can if they really do a deeper dive into it, right? Agreed. Yes, agreed. The, you know, there's lots of options out there for people to build their own thing and do their own. And, and at first, it's great. Like, do something. Get something out there. Sure. So that's perfect. But as you grow and as you want to grow online, you realize, oh, I may not have what it takes to know what I need to do next. And that's where we come in. Like, that's our job is to take that burden off of you. Let's go ahead and see what we can do to make things work for your business online so you don't have to worry about that. As a, yeah, as a business owner, you want to you know you want to go out and do your basement remodeling. You want to go out, whatever it is you do, you want to focus on that. You don't want to think about your website. You don't want to think about things like that. You just want to go out and do your craft and do very well at it, and trust somebody to take care of um, the online because the online is tricky. It changes constantly. You know, you hear this thing of you know, the word algorithms. You know, all of a sudden Google changes an algorithm. All of a sudden things don't work as well. Businesses don't want to think about that. I just want to go and, and do what I do. And so this is where um, Michelle is very good. She's you know, part of a couple uh, groups that they meet weekly and find out what's new, what's going on, what's changed, what's working, what's not working. So because sometimes what ranked a site um, a couple years ago doesn't work anymore. Because um, what's nice about what Google tries to do, they want legit stuff coming up. You don't want to put in a term, you know, uh, search for something that's medical 
and you're getting something that could possibly harm you. So, you know, Google's always doing its best to change things so the results you get are legit and safe and are honest um, as the best they can. And so that is what we're trying to do with our clients is to show Google this is a legit business. You can trust them. You can serve them up on page one because when somebody finds them, this is this is the real deal. This isn't just yeah. somebody throwing something up trying to make a couple dollars. So let us into your head a little bit. I mean, when, when you look at a site. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> when you look at a site, what are the first things you look for? Uh, first thing I look for uh, – First thing I look for is, does it load fast? Like, can I actually see the site when I click on it? Mm-hmm. Does it load up fast? Does the headline, the very first line of the site, tell me what this business is about or what the site does? Because that's important. Mm-hmm. And I would also say, does the content, can is it readable? Sometimes content is not readable. It could be visually it's not readable, you know, or it could also be just it doesn't make much sense, like the way it's written. So does it communicate clearly to me, you know, what I need in order to make a decision whether to click further into the site? Well, and I know even sometimes looking at sites just as a consumer, you know, you'll see a business, their site seems much too formal Mm. or it may seem much too casual for their business. (laughs) So looking at content is part of that too, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think there is a a part like of personality that should, I think it should come through in a website, you know, who you are should be reflected. Not every business is cut out the same and has, they all, we all have different owners and different missions and visions, even though we might have similar products and services. So I also think it's cool to have some sort of personality there that reflects who you are so people know who they're doing business with. It's it's that whole um, know, like, and trust. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but if people know you and they get to like you, they then can trust you to do business with you. And that's really, I think, what you want to communicate with everything you put out online, including your website. So you have an opportunity to look at a lot of different websites. Mm-hmm. What are the biggest common mistakes you think most businesses make on their sites? Oh, wow. That's kind of, that's a big question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the most common thing is when they do try to use like a templated kind of, which is fine, Mm -hmm. you know, they're doing something. They often don't get the help they need in order to create the right message. And that's really, it really is about messaging because the, they, you have like three seconds before they decide to click somewhere else. And so within that three seconds, maybe they'll give you five, but you have those few seconds to make an impact. And right away that has to, it just has to scream. It has to be there. And I think that's the miss is they think, oh, if they read all my stuff or if they click through on all my pages, then they'll get to know me. It's like, you really kind of have to, that first thing has to be about you and who you are. You know, one thing I notice is, you know, now with people accessing sites on their phones, on their tablets, as well as on their computers, how can you help them make sure that that content and that website is available and translates well to all media? Yes, that's that is key. In fact, when we build sites, we usually build for mobile first, like you build and then you look to see how it works on the desktop after that. 
because most devices that people over half of the search or over half of web web visits all happen mobily. So they'll happen on a tablet or a phone. Phones are all different sizes, the screens. So you have to accommodate every size screen. And then once we build towards mobile and a lot of a lot of builders will now accommodate responsive theme, but every so often you go to a page and you're like, oh geez, that word isn't working right on there. We gotta like fix that. So we'll have to go in and then fix it. So that is definitely something that people have to think about when they do look at their site and also build it. Well and it's a good idea for businesses to try different media and look at their sites because I know I've gone to sites before, and on your phone, you only see a part of the page. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. And it just doesn't translate well. And it's it's almost like people listening to their own voicemail. We never do it. Right. But every once in a while, you listen to it, you go, oh, I need to re-record that. Yeah. Which reminds me, I think I need to re-record. I need to go listen to my voicemail. But I think looking at their website on a variety of media sometimes is going to show them that there's work to be done. Yes, absolutely. And actually, it's one of the checkboxes that Google looks for. Is this mobile friendly? Is it can can you have a good experience on this the user interface on your website? So it is one of the things that it's important. So we've talked about SEO, we've talked about websites a little bit. Let's let's broaden it out a little bit because there's other things that a business needs to consider to ensure that they are branding and effectively conveying their story and really connecting with their customers, right? So let's just talk about overall branding. And I know these are pieces of it, Mm -hmm. but when you work with a person on their branding, what else do you look at? Yeah. So branding today is more than just a logo and a tagline, which that used to be, that was your brand, right? Logo, tagline, and you're done. Today, it really does translate to every, every place that you are. So when you're building a brand or building a business online, I speak mostly to online because that's my world. Um, your, you want your LinkedIn page to match your website. You want your website to match your Facebook. You want your Facebook to match. And again, it tells the story through all of those different types of accounts or platforms or whatever you might want to call them online. Once as they match and your story is the same and your products and services are seen on every single one of them, that's what seamlessly brings you through Uh, from a branding perspective online. So when they see your brand, they see it everywhere. Your logo and your tagline get seen everywhere, and it all makes sense. It all matches. And when you say matching, I'm going to assume that that doesn't just mean duplicating content on each of those, but really making sure they complement each other, right? Correct. Because every platform's different. You know, some people, the people who hang out on Instagram are different than the people who hang out on Facebook, which we hear all the time from our kids, right? And then the people who hang out on LinkedIn are not looking for the same thing that they're looking for on Facebook or even YouTube, for instance. So you do want to continue your brand message and who you are as an authentic business, but you also need to cater it towards the audience that's there. So if a business is starting to go through this analysis of how they need to brand themselves, what platforms would you say that they they have to be on that are just vital to a business today? Yes, um, LinkedIn is you got to have a business page as well as a personal page on LinkedIn. 
Facebook's important. YouTube, if you have video content. If you don't, you can wait on that a little bit, but it's nice to have it. Twitter is an excellent place. I know a lot of people forget about it, but Google and Twitter have an agreement. So Google can read all of Twitter's feeds. So it's kind of, you know, we're always like, hey, whatever we can do to send another signal to Google is a good thing. So I would recommend Twitter. Instagram, of course, if you have, if you are a visual business, not every business is good for Instagram. Um, but if you have a product or a visual business, I think that that's really great. And and believe it or not, Yelp is really important. A lot of people don't like Yelp because they think it's weird and the reviews and stuff can be weird. But it if you it has agreements, again, with Apple Maps, and there's a lot of handshaking going on behind the scenes with some of these platforms. So if you can just be everywhere right now, then that's probably the best thing for your business. Well, and I think that's a good point. Um, with the branding, you want to make sure your client is everywhere. So Michelle will, when we're done, we've created hundreds of accounts for people online because you don't know where your client's Maybe hanging out. Sure. Um, some people enjoy Twitter. Some people enjoy Instagram. And but there's many others out there um, that people hang out on. And so your your client may not hang out on Facebook. So it's important to be on Facebook. But you got there's there's many other places to hang out. So your brand needs to be there too. So you you have the opportunity to catch everybody you can for your business. So uh, it's, it's the you everywhere now uh, idea that we want your <laughs> business to be everywhere online right now. So you can capture as much as you can. Um, you know, so that's yeah. definitely a big part of what we do pe- when we set people up right from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're on Facebook, if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on Twitter and these other platforms, does that help your SEO? Oh, yes. Yes, it mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Just because of the connection between these different and how they look at each other? Yeah, yes. It's just, it's another signal. And so that's what I would say. It's like a signal. Like, so uh, another one would be Google, the Google Maps listing. If you're local, you want to be on it. It's called Google My Business is what it's Very called. Very important. Though. So, yeah. And that's fairly new, right? The Google it's, My Business piece? The Google My Business piece is much newer than the maps, yes. Right. But it's they kind of merged and made it a bigger deal. But it has become – I see it continuing to grow because even uh, yesterday I did a search and people's Google My Business information plus their stars came up in the search separately from the actual maps listing. So that was super interesting and I see – Big things happening with Google My Business in the future. But all of these, wherever you are online, whether it be Twitter or, you know, Facebook or whatever, they're all little signals sending back to your website saying they're legit, they're credible, you can trust these people, like this is a good place to be. So, yeah. Now, you've mentioned trust a couple of times. So let's let's talk a little bit more about that. How can a business, how can a company, how can a, a service provider really have that engagement with their customers, that connection with their customers through their online presence that really builds that trust, that authenticity to the business? How how do you find that they do that? Well, we've obviously talked about consistency and branding across all of the platforms, like all of your accounts and your places to be. But I think also it is in the user interaction and your customer service interaction. Like you see stuff like um, chatbots, on the websites, mm-hmm. I think those can be such great ways to communicate back and forth 
in in an immediate fashion, like with customers and really be able to answer their questions and talk to them. I don't recommend the automated ones because I think those are more frustrating than anything. It's like, I want to talk to a real person, not like a computer thing. But uh, even with Facebook, you know, you can do the instant messaging and things. I think that's a really great way to show, look, we're a real person. We're legitimate. We're like, we can, your personality will come through in those chats. And then also just the consistency in messaging that you were, we are who we are, following through on your word. How many times do we hear that where it's like, if you don't do that, it's hard to trust them again. Um, so there's lots of different ways that you can, ident- I guess, use technologies now to integrate with your online presence that will just help build that trust and communication. Now, David mentioned earlier the, you know, mentoring groups and other groups that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole online world is constantly changing, and I'm sure staying on top of it is a, a never-ending challenge. Agreed. <laughs> as you, because you're so knowledgeable on because you're so involved in it, as you look forward, what new challenges, what new changes do you see in the future? Uh, yeah, I think um, AI is creating a huge it, – it's benefiting tremendously – the whole in the whole environment online because they're, it's able to put together things, you know, as far as, hey, um, we now know that these words go together with this industry. They're not just slang terms. So, uh, for instance, uh, the BERT AI, it was just introduced a few years ago in October, and it basically was able to say, okay, this industry, whether it be a lawn care or a basement remodeler or, or whatever it might be, a fishing industry, they know all the slang terms and everything that people type in, like, I want to catch a big cow. It doesn't mean a black and white cow. It's a big fish. So it's like they know, okay, we're going to put all those terms in a bucket. So AI has tremendously changed the way search is done and the way people's information is found and ranked and filed, so to speak. So let me ask a question on that, and and then we'll talk about other changes you see happening. But with the AI, with the artificial intelligence piece of it, there was a time not that long ago that you had to make sure specific keywords were in the content of your site to come up in a search. Sure. But through AI, can they now connect those terms so... Let's say if you're a plumber, you don't have to have plumber in your site, but if you had drips or leaks or pipes, would that come up? Uh, yes and no. So yes, absolutely. The idea is is that AI can take drips, leaks, and pipes, put it together with the word plumber, and then you know, oh, okay, if somebody's looking for, if they're having a leak in their kitchen, they might need a plumber. So I can take leak in kitchen keywords, put them with the plum in that bucket for plumbers, and we can match them to service providers that might be able to help them out. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so any other challenges you see down the road or, or new platforms that are coming up and that are getting some attention? I think virtual reality is going to be a big thing soon How so? like that. Because the the different um, ways in which we're going to be able to search and find get information are changing, and one of them is the fact that you know um, virtual reality will become a big that Ready Player One movie. If anybody ever mm-hmm. see that, I think that's definitely going to have um, 
some changes in our future. And I think we, even just within this last year, how we've changed with our workforce, we've changed with how we connect together online and how we work together. I think that will just continue to evolve and we'll start to see a lot more um, devices and things without getting too far into is, you know, to be able to access information on the internet. I mean, even just a few years ago, it was like, now it's like commonplace to have an Alexa or a Hey Google or whatever in your home, you know, Hey Siri, I want information on this and connecting all of those devices with the search engines and with the terms and with the AI knowing how to speak. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing what people are able to now start putting together. So we're going to see some pretty cool things coming up. Well, while we're looking at the future, let's talk about the future of Magnetize Me. As you look down the road, what are your plans? What are your goals for the business? Yeah, I one of the biggest things I think is being a, a solid, um, I guess, positive influence in the community because we love Woodstock and we love being in the area that we are in Cherokee County and um, I think that's the biggest thing is that we want to continue to just work with different businesses and be able to positively impact their business, you know, so they can continue to grow and hire. And um, that is, to me, exciting. It's always fun to uh, learn about a new business and what their what their products or services are and what their, you know, their expertise is. And for me, it's like I love to learn, so I, I love doing that. <laughs> well, and you, you, you're, it's cool on two fronts because we're at the point now over the past couple of years, we've been able to actually hire people, which is fun because the opportunity to give young people jobs. Um, and, these you know, it's amazing what wonderful and bright young people there are, especially in our industry. Sometimes, you know, as you get older, it's good to have some young folk uh, on there to keep you <laughs> up to speed on what's going on. But it's awesome because we've been able to offer some awesome jobs mm-hmm. to some wonderful, wonderful people. So um, so on that front, it's been nice because we're given jobs. And then, and then the other side is obviously we help out our clients and help them help their businesses be more successful, which in turn – helps our business be more successful. So there's many fronts that as we grow, it's becoming more and more enjoyable as we get to know people, hire people. Um, that part is very rewarding. Well, and it's obvious. I mean, you've been very successful and your clients aren't a bit shy about expressing their appreciation and their thanks for how you've helped their businesses. As David mentioned earlier, I mean, there's other people doing this. What do you think makes you different than the others who are offering these kinds of services? I I think the main piece is I they're first and foremost a person in my mind. So whenever someone new, a new business owner or someone comes to me, I'm like, "Hey, who are you and and what do you do? You know, tell me more about you." So that's I think first and foremost, which is not necessarily, it's usually a transaction. You know, most of what we do is, is kind of behind the scenes, so to speak, like Mm -hmm. David said earlier, and it's not as visible as some other types of, you know, products and services can be, you know, if somebody fixes your roof, you can see it's fixed and you know what you paid for. On the other hand, you know, a lot of stuff that we do is behind the scenes. So, Uh, I think it's important for, again, going back to know, like, and trust for them, for my new clients to know, like, and trust me. And in turn, I think I need to know who they are too. So that way uh, we can have a good working relationship. Uh, So that's probably the biggest thing. The second thing is we are 
fully transparent in, in everything that we do. So that is an easy thing. And we don't uh, cut corners. I guess that's the, we definitely, if we have to go the nth degree to make it happen, it will, then that's what we'll do. And instead of trying to take the easier way out or the cheaper way out. Yeah, I, well, I don't and, know I, how to ex- and I think you got that from your upbringing with, you know, she spent many years uh, working for Disney and then many years working for Starbucks, which really, uh, you know, you're, they're really big on their brand and mm-hmm. they, and it's very important to present themselves in that way. And Michelle brings that to her clients, you know, um, that, that, um, wanting them to be represented in such a way that's very professional. And then what separates her to, um, I'm her husband. So of course I'm going to talk awesome about her, but the relationship, like I said, there's other good SEO companies out there, but when you get magnetized, I mean, you get Michelle and Michelle's going to take you in and she's not going to hand you off to one of our employees. And obviously our employees are helping, but when you come in with Michelle, you have access to Michelle all the time. Michelle's fully engaged with all of our clients. So, um, you know, anybody can, you know, we've had people call 10 o'clock at night, my website's down. She answers the phone and fixes it that night. So, um, which is sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, so-and-so <laughs> called their websites down and, uh, they, and like, okay, yeah, I guess you got to get that back up. So, but, so you get, you get Michelle and you get that uh, level of expertise and she cares. And so, well, and you can tell looking at your website that the testimonials that you have listed there, I mean, people are very, you know, open and candid and authentic Mm-hmm. in the praise that they put on Magnetize Me. And it comes through in their testimonials, too, that it's not just window dressing for them. I one time asked a client, because um, we were out to lunch, a business lunch, and um, I said, uh, he said, you know, you guys are just the best SEO I have ever worked with. Like, you are the best. And I stopped him in his tracks, and I said, okay, wait, why? What what makes us the best? Like, I don't understand. I just know what we do. But you've obviously worked with several different, you know, SEOs in your lifetime, in your business lifetime. And what makes us so different? And he said, you are the first SEO company I've ever worked for that I feel actually cares about my business and my success and whether or not this is going to work for us. And I was like, oh, all right. Okay, cool. Now at least I have an idea of what we're doing right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that way. Well, Michelle, David, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thanks for sharing your expertise. Thanks for sharing your advice. We wish you and your entire team at Magnetize Me continued success. And we are so glad that there are knowledgeable people like you out there that can help the rest of us navigate all the online complexities that we don't understand. So we could talk for hours. And for those who want to, uh, if someone listening would like to know more about your services at Magnetize Me, would like to have your help with evaluating their SEO, their website, their branding, how can they learn more about you? How can they get in contact with you? Yes, sure. You can, of course, go to our website. It's Which is? Magnetize.me. So magnetize, the word, dot M-E. 
And then uh, our phone number, you can always give us a call or text even. It's 404-620-6194. And, of course, I'm sure that information is also on the website. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm guessing you're on a few other platforms, too. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for sharing your expertise. And we thank everybody for listening to Woodstock Proud. Until next time, this is Jim Bulger saying take good care of yourself, stay safe, and we will talk with you again real soon.